For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. How the hell are you? It's me, Tony Soprano. And you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show, a program that's so bad, my nephew Christopher heard it and asked me to suffocate him. Anyway, the Kimmer's on, noon to three, weekdays on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer has a striking face. Thank you. The question is, how many times was it struck? <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Yeah, I know. My face was on fire and they put it out with an ice pick. I know. <laughs> I'm not attractive, let's say it. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, it's fine with me, baby. <laughs> 1205, how you doing? Yeah, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. How's it going? We're on News Radio 1067, and here's that number 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. This is Dire Straits, and they're rocking out musician Mark Knopfler, or Knopfler, I'm assuming. Is a uh, sixty? I don't know. I don't know the guy. Do you know the guy's name? Knopfler. I would say Knopfler. Knopfler. The greatest right. guitarist of all time. Well, he's no, uh, you know, he's, yeah, he he's no. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> he's no Roy Clark or Glenn Campbell. You know, I mean, come on. Anyway, Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits is sixty-six today. Uh, the actor with a perennial tan, George Hamilton. Is seventy six today. Now, John Boy, isn't you don't know who that is, do you? I have no clue, but I bet he. I bet well, if you Google him, you should go. Youngsters should Google him and just look him up. He's he's a guy who is just a a glamour boy of Hollywood for fifty years, and he always looks like he has a, an incredibly dark tan. And he shows up in old. You, you see him in old Columbo TV shows as a killer and stuff. And he was just kind of a glamour puss guy. And was never really thought of much of an actor, but he was he was part like kind of the Rat Pack, sort of uh, the golden boy of Hollywood in the 50s or 60s and stuff. He just, you know, anyway, he, he always has brandy. They used to make fun of his tan. He was on game shows and talk shows, and, you know, he showed up in the 50s, 60s, 70s for quite a while. He's still around. He's completely orange. Yeah, he's just all, all brown there. George Hamilton, 76 today. Uh, actor Casey Affleck. One of the Affleck gang is 40, and Dominique Swain. Now, she was the girl who played in the remake of Lolita, I think, as a young girl, as a teenager. Dominique Swain is now 35. I think she was that long red hair, kind of pale. And I think she played in the remake of the Lolita movie. If I'm not mistaken. Anyway, Dominique Swain is 35. Okay, well, we got stuff. It is 1207. Uh, we got prizes to give away. What do you want to do, Pete? You want to decide? We have two tickets to the... Cork Pullers, a beer, wine. I said Cork Pullers, beer, wine, and spirits festival at Candler Park on the 29th. Hi-oh! And we have four tickets to the Braves and Rockies on the 26th for Firefighter Appreciation Night and Braves Cornhole Tournament. So, 
and we will give those away. You want to pick a time or whatever you want to yeah, do? Maybe someone could explain what cornholing is to us. <laughs> well, no, a a, it's like a beanbag thing with oh. little holes and a, a board, and then you, you know, although you can't see it anywhere except Georgia and a couple places in the Midwest. Now, the, right. All right, 12.07, it's on the camera. Right, here we go, 844-404-1067, billion things. In fact, uh, this was rather strange. I get, as you know, I get Vanity Fair magazine. Vanity Fair magazine is totally foo-foo. It's a, it's a high-gloss, uh, glamour-type magazine run and edited by a complete socialist. Uh, but it's got some great articles every, every month. I love reading the magazine. It's always got something in there. So once, you get, once you get past the ads, if you get Glamour, I mean, uh, Vanity Fair magazine, any one of their special issues, I think this is the best-dressed list issue, so it's real big and thick. It's almost like a, a, an encyclopedia or a catalog. And uh, you get the, the table of contents comes in around page 144. The first hundred pages are all glossy ads before you even get to what the table of contents is. That's you know that's what it is. But there's an article in there about Tinder, and it, it, you've heard me complain. I sound like an old fuddy-duddy, but the fact of the matter is, I think this Tinder thing is a, the, the whole um, apps for for hooking up is a disaster for America. I, I think I, I think we're in, I think our whole younger generation is in trouble. I mean, the, the way relationships, I mean, the, the article is by a woman author who says it's, it's apocalypse. It's dating apocalypse. It's horrible. What Tinder's doing is horrible. And, the, you know, you swipe right, you want to hook up, swipe left. I mean, so, and, and by the way, if you meet somebody on Tinder and they turn out to be a serial murderer, it's your own damn fault. I mean, what are you, nuts? Uh, there were guys in there in the article. I, I, and the reason I brought it up is because I was reading, I got the magazine just the other day. <clears throat> I started reading it last night before I went to bed, and I'm reading the Tinder article. And I come in this morning, I say, Pete, uh, there's a great article in Vanity Fair on Tinder. Well, it made the news. It come, it's on the wires now about the article on, on uh, app dating uh, and Tinder particularly ruining relationships and dating the whole dating process in America. And I think, it's, I think they're right on. Anyway, uh, I thought that was fairly ironic. We'll talk about Hillary, th- Hillary thumbnails. Uh, thumbnails. <laughs> thumbnails and her toenails. No, on the thumb drive and, and the emails. Bernie Sanders beating her in the polls. Trump on Mexicans on the wall. Newsweek magazine says the POW MIA flag is racist and represents slavery. I have, I have been patches on my leather jackets and on my Marine Corps stuff that says uh, POW MIA, either bring them home or send me back. I mean, we, veterans feel very strongly about this. Well, some idiot for Newsweek is now saying it's just racist. It's no better than the rebel flag, the MIA POW banner, that it was all made up by Nixon to justify slaughtering natives. <laughs> it's a great country, is it not? Uh, ISIS couple, uh, the chick, uh, the, the real hot uh, mahogany babe marrying the Arab, so then they go to Syria and, and work with ISIS, was praising the death of those Marines in Chattanooga. Let me both point out they were both Mississippi State people. Yeah, Mississippi State. Yeah, really? the Bulldogs or Rebels or whatever. Ah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Love to do that. Shut up. You just came here to argue. I did not. Well, <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, the Florida mom, Ferguson, fairly quiet. The Oath Keepers. Uh, let's see, Mama and the Grizzly Cubs. Oh, did you believe the story of the Mama Bear and the Grizzly Cubs? <laughs> Unbelievable. Also... Survey study shows that men have a harder time getting over the loss of a girlfriend than girls do getting over the loss of a boyfriend. On the long haul. On the long haul. And I think there's something there we'll talk about. It. First, let me get to Maggie. She's going to give us a George Hamilton update. Hello, Maggie. How's it going? Hey, Derek Hammer. <laughs> What's um, up? <laughs> you, were, you were mentioning George Hamilton, and I'm just going to quick story here. Back about 25, 30 years ago, 
working down in Palm Beach, and I was a high-tech nurse, and uh, I was taking care of his mother. And he's got a brother by the name of David, and he's as tall as about five foot five in his uh, lips. No and kidding. He looks exactly like George, but just a, a minor issue. Uh-huh. But uh, she was addicted to narcotics. Oh, uh, but boy. That was a very, yeah, but, you know, things that happened down there. Yeah, in the but 70s, too, yeah. Okay, well, thank you. Well, thank Bye. you, Maggie. We appreciate it. There you go. All right, so a little George Hamilton update for those of you who are uninitiated. You know, you get it all right here with the cameras. Not all, it's not all hard news. Sometimes we have to keep up with the social issues of the day, like, you know, Tinder, George Hamilton. <clears throat> I started growing roses after the doctor cut off my Xanax. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and News, Weather and Traffic right, on your ride home That's on News Radio 1067. <laughs> I say, I say, this is fog on leg on sun. Yeah, and this portion of the Kim Peterson show yes, is brought to you by Mayor Kasim Reed, oh, who flunked ancient history because yeah. he forgot the Trojans. <laughs> I say, hey. he forgot about the Trojans, Hi-oh. son. And now <laughs> here's your host, the Kimmer. These are jokes, son. Look out, twelve nineteen. And it's only me. It's only the killer. Here's the number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. was on this day, 1967. Fleetwood Mac made its first ever appearance at the London National Jazz and Blues Festival in 1967. Also on this day, 1982, Henry Fonda, the actor, died at the age of 77. Oh, you old fool. Uh, a couple of birthdays. You know the uh, actor Peter Krause? He was in that uh, short-lived sports night TV show. was one of the sports guys. He was also in the uh, uh, Six Feet Under, another cable show. And then he was in Parenthood. Peter Krause is 50 today, for the record. Well, look out. It's 1220. By the way, I've got a great new song. We have a, <laughs> we have a great new song coming up for you in a couple of minutes, which I think you'll like. And we also have, we're going to make fun of uh, our own medium, or actually uh, mostly a television medium coming up here very shortly as well. But, oh, hold on, wait a minute, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's use on the old uh, newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kevin. This is Donald <laughs> Trump calling. The Donald's still leading the polls. How's it going, That's the Donald? great. I've never been bigger. <laughs> no, sir. You know, well, it's already dropped by 5%, and some people say it could drop 20% by the end of this week, Kevin. could drop that much? Yeah, but enough about the chances of your contract getting renewed. How about the stock market? It's unbelievable. <laughs> for a second, you were talking about the stock market. I mean, God, it was an ugly day on Wall Street yesterday. It was so ugly, was it? Yeah, Lena Dunham rang the opening bell. <laughs> I mean, the blood is really flowing over on Wall Street. I mean, I'd say blood no, flowing on Wall <laughs> over again. You know, some rag like the New York Times will take it out of context. <laughs> you know, they will. It's a... <laughs> All the news is fit to slant, you know. <laughs> People just trying to pad their losses. At pad their losses. Wow, hey. <laughs> Well, I was on Sean Hannity last night, one of your favorite people. He's great. He's huge. Sean is the only guy I know who's written more books than he's read. (laughs) You know, I really admire the way Hannity stood up for his colleague, Megyn Kelly, the way Sean defended the honor of his co-worker, Megyn Kelly, against my vicious... Oh, wait a minute. He didn't do any of that. No, he didn't do that. No, No, he he kissed my ass for 20 minutes (laughs) and threw Megyn under the bus like she was the widow or orphan of a veteran or something. (laughs) Spineless Weasley. He didn't say one word about her. She works on the net. Work. Can you believe word. that? Yeah, I can believe it, yes, sir. <laughs> you know the difference between my barber and the Sean Hannity charity, Kimmer? No, I don't, sir. I... My barber only takes a little off the top. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, whenever I'm in Atlanta, I, Donald Trump, always stop by Kimmer's favorite barber. Which favorite barber? The hair suckery in Brookhaven. <laughs> yeah, they butchered me. job they hit on your hair, you know. They ruined me forever. Oh, I mean, the hair feastery is great. <laughs> People are always saying good things about the hair F uppery whenever I'm in Atlanta, you know. I tell I you, that hair defecatory is tops in Donald Trump's book. It's the, the greatest book. <laughs> they ruined my <laughs> Great man. The always an honor. The blood was flowing on Wall Street. A little people were losing money. I don't want anyone to. No, it's just this totally different misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> the Donald, once again, bringing some class to the Kimmer Show. Yeah. Our- <laughs> oh, hey, oh, a little quick on a trigger there, something. Uh, twelve twenty-three. Look out! <laughs> All right, I got it. It's only the Kimmer. Twelve twenty-three. I tell you what, twelve thirty. Let's give away some tickets, Pete. Either Rocky's tickets on their Firefighter Appreciation Night, the twenty-sixth, or the Cork Pullers Beer Festival Wine Spirit Things at Candler Park. Uh, something at twelve thirty. We don't know what yet. Braves tickets. Twelve Braves tickets at twelve thirty. Okay, I'll make that a note. And we don't know how to do it yet, but we'll figure out something yeah. <clears throat> now. In Yellowstone Park, a, a hiker got eaten. A mother, a woman, uh, experienced hiker, 63-year-old Lance Crosby, an experienced hiker, was eaten. Uh, his remains were found a half mile off a trail. He was hiking alone against park recommendations, did not have any so-called bear spray. And later, the, the uh, park people found a mother and some cubs caught in bear traps. They're taking DNA samplings. If the mother was the the bear that ate the hiker, they're going to kill her. And if the bear cubs are not old enough to survive on their own, they're going to kill them. Oh, wait a minute. You're on her territory. Hikers who go alone with no protection can't be be held completely not liable for getting eaten by a bear in the bear's house. It's where the bears live. They're protected. They live there. It's their house. Yeah, go away. Oh, they can't. This would be worse than the, than the Cecil the Lion business. This would be this this would be the federal government butchering a, a, a mother bear for protecting her young. God, you nuts! Unbelievable. Anyway, we'll talk more about that. Also, we're going to make fun of the news. This now is actual. I think is uh, from MSNBC, if I'm not mistaken. Here, Pete, listen carefully to how the news will do any TV people will do anything to get on TV. <laughs> Now, in a desperate attempt to fill 24 hours of programming, here's some <laughs> happened somewhere today. We've got some footage here of the which began just after 3 o'clock this afternoon when residents in this neighborhood were shocked to see this fairly common thing happening. An attractive witness described the event in breathless terms. I went to my window and I was like, whoa, there's some <laughs> happening that happened right over there. I'm an older man, so you can trust what I say. Authorities in special uniforms rushed to the scene to stand around while our cameras filmed them. Our reporter Keith Collins joins us now live from the scene of the through the use of expensive technology. Good to be with you again, Keith. We have a a colorful graphic here that shows instances of like this are on the rise. Is that right? Yes, although why is unclear. Some say it's because of one reason. Others say it's because of some other reason. I talked to this random expert on the subject who told me this thing you're about to hear him say right after he points at a piece of paper. I spent my entire life attending the nation's most prestigious schools to talk about no, no, no. I'm really just happy to be on TV. Now let's see if we can drag this out a little longer by showing emails written by some of our viewers. I once saw some stuff kind of like this. 
you're talking about happened. I have nothing more to add. Another person says, I am angry that things like this happen. I get mad about every thing I see. So obviously a lot of opinions there to make this story seem somewhat meaningful. Oh, absolutely, Glenn. This has some broader implications. Here's a list of tips on how to avoid giggity, giggity happening to you. And here's some footage of Congress. Yes, I see that. Well, thank you, Keith. Uh, let us know if there are any updates on this story from there. There's no way there will be. Very good. We'll check back with you in an hour anyway. I'm just some f***ing guy. When we return, we'll look at live footage of a car chase taken from a helicopter and free associate about what's going on. <laughs> just in case we don't really know. There you are. That's what it's like to get yourself on TV no matter whether there's anything to talk about or not. All right, hold on. Tinder and the meltdown on app dating. And why men have a harder time getting over the breakup of a lover in the long run than women do. 1227 on News Radio 1067. This is William Shatner, and now hey, here's your host, a man who holds a Ph.D., which in his Thank case you. stands for yes. Pizza Hut Delivery. No, wait a minute. Here he is for the time being, Kim Peterson. <laughs> they do have a lovely brownie thing. <laughs> Look out. This is kind of a cross between I like big butts and valley girl. It's 12.35, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Fear not. It's all going to be fine. Brand new song coming up for you. More news break line sponsored by the signing doctor. And I'll give away tickets here right now. We'll give away Braves tickets. 844-404-1067. Call right now. We'll give them away. We'll figure out something. 844-404-1067. This is Ashley Jackson. She's 16. Ashley Jackson is the 16-year-old daughter of Jesse Jackson. She wants to be a rap star. She recorded her first rap song, and uh, her daddy thinks she's on the wrong path. He wants her to concentrate on getting through high school. She's 16. Now, is this the one that he knows about? I think he knows about this child, doesn't he? Is this one? Is this one he got knocked up? The chick from University of Georgia, that professor tramp that he paid off six hundred thousand dollars in Rainbow Push Coalition funds under the table. We don't know. So I'm, I guess he knows about this kid. Anyway, she wants to be a rap star. What do you say? You like this song? Fleek. By the way, what is this fleek? Fleek is the new word. Have you seen this? Fleek is popping up everywhere. Oh right, man, if you don't like it, just fleek go over there and get old, get the fleek out. Or I mean, I didn't even know what it means. Doesn't it mean anything? I looked it up, and it says it's a word that people keep using, and no one seems and no to one know knows what it means. What it means. <laughs> it's fleek. Ask your kids. I don't know what fleek means, but people are using it. All right. Anyway, this is Jesse Jackson's daughter. So there you go. All right, I got it. It's only me. Uh, Twelve thirty-six. News Radio one zero six seven. Got a brand new song coming up. Play in a second, and more talk about Hillary and the emails and all the good stuff. Uh, but first, let's uh, give away some tickets. Pete, pick a number, and then how are we going to give them away? <laughs> we didn't oh, figure oh, it out. The number game. I'll pick a number. Yeah. Between one and ten. Yeah. Okay. okay, and I'll write it down. I just wrote it down. Okay, start anywhere you want. Here yeah. is Larry. Uh, says you're a retired fireman. Hey, Larry, how's it going? I'm reti- I like to retired fireman. Listen to you every day. I don't know too much. I'll guess number five. Oh, you're so close. Sorry, Larry. And this is a fireman appreciation night on the 26th. Four tickets for the Rockies game and the Braves cornhole tournament coming up. All right, pick another number, Pete. See who's on. Greg. Here's Greg on News Radio 1067. Pick a number, one to ten, Greg. Four. I'm sorry. No, once again, how about Jamie on News Radio 1067? What do you think, Jamie? Number six. No, sorry. Oh. We're narrowing down. Here's Jordan on News Radio 1067. Jordan, what's your guess? 
made. You got it. Outstanding. See, waka, it is. Waka. waka waka. All right, excellent, Jordan. Hold on for us. We'll put you on. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no, we tease. We tease. Anyway, four tickets, Rockies game, 26th of August. Firefighter Appreciation Night and the Braves Cornhole Tournament, so you get all that in, uh, in our play. And then I have, I have two tickets to the Cork Pullers. I said Cork Pullers. Beer, Wine, and Spirits Festival, August 29th, Candler Park. I'll give those away, I don't know, sometime. Just keep listening, and I may ask you uh, about Newsmaker Alliance or whatever. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Hillary, L- Hillary Rodham Rodham has now turned over her server and apparently a thumb drive but we're not sure that they match up to the emails already released with Sidney Blumenthal, for example, communicating back and forth about Benghazi. And so there's going to be some discrepancies. Some of the emails that she's turned out turned to be uh, t- had in her possession turned out to be top secret, which is illegal to have on a private server off the government property. So she could be in trouble. In fact, uh, Charles Krauthammer says uh, this is just typical Hillary. Nothing she says ever is true. Three weeks later, she she says there was nothing classified, and I know how to do that. I know the process. And then it was revised to nothing that at the time was classified. Uh, Well, now we're learning it is quite probable that actually at the time it was, and she should have known it, even if she'll claim, obviously, that she didn't. There's always a movement, a parsing, a cutting of the edges with her husband and with herself, and that is the problem that dogs her and that she cannot escape. A record of deceit. A record of deceit. Planned years ago to win the presidency. Well, let's put it to song, shall we, with Johnny Cash here on the old Giver program. Giddy up, go, darling. Well, Hillary's in trouble, caught in another lie. She's even being looked at by the FBI, <laughs> and she could wind up in prison. <laughs> it would be overdue. Uh, we have more than met the request from the State Department. She <laughs> skated on white water. Did it. And Benghazi, too. She destroyed some emails that were classified. It don't take a genius to know this woman lied. And she ought to be in prison. Bill won't be shedding tears. What difference at this point does it make? (laughs) No, I bet that he'll be laughing. When she gets 30 <laughs> When she was a young maiden, her mama told her he'll always be a good girl. Don't get involved with Bill or you might wind up in prison. You could be there for life. I did not email any classified material. And Bill won't lift a finger. For his alleged wife, <laughs> you could be through. How do you do? <laughs> I don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> hey, we're here. Oh, goodness sakes. Yeah, Hilaria Rodham Rodham, and here we go again. 1240 on News Radio 1067. Well, let's wash our ears out with this. In Australia and Canberra, at the hospital, a woman was extremely ill. She was at the hospital for several days with her nine-week-old baby, who was ill. The baby was discharged. The woman came out of the hospital with him and saw a parking ticket on her windshield. She also saw a note. The note said, I saw your car and the parking ticket on it. She identified her. The writer as Laura. I'm sure whatever you're going through at the hospital is tough enough, so I have paid your fine for you. Isn't that nice? Just a nice thing to do. And the, the woman replied on Facebook, 
saying, I hope that Laura sees this and knows how much I appreciate her support. Had a sick baby and uh, had the ticket. What a great gag to say you paid someone's ticket <laughs> and then not do and it. Then not do so it. they get pulled over and go to jail. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> hey, it reminds me of being a guy and having your heart broken. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Now, I'm, I'm, you know, there's a study now that says men can't get over, get, take a long time to get over a broken heart. Worse than chicks on a long range. Because women are designed to compartmentalize because they know that they have to get the right mate. It's, you know, like genetics from being cave people where you need somebody to guard you, protect you, and get you food. And so chicks generally, genetically, are saying, okay, well, if this guy doesn't work, screw him, I'll go get somebody else. And they get over it so they can go find somebody new because they need somebody to be with them as a partner. Guys, on the other hand, are saying, hey, wait a minute, I just lost a girl I love. What am I going to do now? And then they have to start competing with men all over again. See? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, you look, I can relate. You know, of course, I am a secondary virgin. You know how that works. I think we'll try to pull it out one more time. Now, that I never said that. I never said that. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic <laughs> we'll on your ride home on News Radio 106.7. Uh, this is Jackie Mason. Jackie. And now here's your host. Yeah. A man who, when he walks into a five-star restaurant, yeah. all of a sudden it becomes a three-star restaurant. <laughs> Here he is until Friday. Kim Peterson. Wait a second. Yeah, aren't we all? 12.50. Hold on, Bart. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. It's only me. Here's a number, 844-404-1067. This was a day, 1939, the MGM musical The Wizard of Oz, starring Julie Garland, had its world premiere at the Strand Theater in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. It opened in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, three days before it opened in Hollywood. And, of course, the rest is history. Wasn't that where L. Frank Baum was from? L. Frank Baum. The guy who wrote The Wizard of Oz. Oh, you know, I, I'll bet it was. Huh. I'll bet it was. Uh, anyway, I hold everything. It's at 12.50 on News Radio 106.7. News Mega Lines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And it's... <laughs> now, see, you're too lazy to shiftless. to just say the words. My God, man. All right, 12.51, a newsbreaker coming up here. But I, 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 I want to talk about this because I think this is really on to something, and it's a little bit of a foo-foo kind of a uh, uh, radio topic. But honestly, it, it, it affected me, not only the article in Vanity Fair about Tinder ruining dating in America, it's a dating apocalypse, but researchers have found that men suffer the impact of a love loss. It sinks in that they have to start competing all over again, and mon- men suffer more in the long term and never really get over a broken heart. And I got to thinking, you know, not that everything's all about the Kimmer, but uh, I'm my heart's dead. I'm it's over. I, you know, and the last one just I've been ruined. So it's I'm that's it. You know, I don't you don't even want to try anymore. Please go away. <laughs> Let me sleep for the love of God. <laughs> that's really sad. Yeah, it is sad. <laughs> I mean, especially you know, as you get older, you're supposed to have a companion you can be with for the you know your later years and stuff, and retire together and go do things that couples would like to do without children. <laughs> but no. And if I, here's Bart real I'm quick. News <laughs> Hello, Bart. How's it going? Fine, Cameron. How are you today? Very well. What do you think, my friend? Hey, well, I'm kind of the same way. First, I'd just like to say I, re- I really appreciate the dignity and respect that y'all show me when I call. Well, it's our yeah, pleasure. Yeah, but um, I moved. I, I'm from Fort Worth. I moved here two years ago, 
to be with my wife, which we'll be we've been married be a year in October. Excellent, good for you. But but we met on an on a in a chat room in 2001. Really, and so- didn't meet in person until 2004. <clears throat> and so I didn't move out here until just two years ago to be with her. Wow. Well, I'm going to talk so, to you. I'm going to put you back on hold if you don't mind. I want to talk to you some more about this uh, because uh, this all, the whole, the business with Tinder, but Tinder was picked out specifically as a hookup service that's ruining ruining dating and relationships in America. And what does it do to marriages? I mean, do you want a wife who's um, a, a Tinder history of just for the fun of it? Anyway, all right, wait. There's the news maker line. Let's use on the old news maker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. This is Charles Barkley. Charles, how you doing? How are you? You know, sir? Bill Clinton met Monica Lewinsky on a date in sight. A date in sight? Tinderbox. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, that ain't right. <laughs> That's a cigar joint, ain't it? <laughs> I can't keep these things lit. I'm worried about Hillary, man. Did they even make pantsuits with horizontal stripes? I ain't never seen them before. <laughs> Black and white pantsuits. <laughs> <laughs> you make her look even fatter. Yeah. Hey, Kim, man, yes. I've been meaning to check on you. Yeah. I heard about your limp. I got him limp. And, and how's your foot doing, by the way? No, no, wait a minute. My horse you know, broke. there are pills you can take for that. No, you know? no, no. Put, limping. Put I was limping. I wasn't foot. limp. I was limping from my horse oh, brushing man. my foot. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's just terrible to hear one of Columbia House, you know, the big record club. Yeah, they went bankrupt the other day. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, apparently the last straw for Columbia, yeah. they weren't able to fill any of the back orders for the best of Kimma CDs. <laughs> yeah. Management couldn't see the point of promoting one of their own shows. <laughs> or helping out needy kids on Christmas. Why would we want to do something like that? Never made any sense before. I know. I mean, besides anybody who needs a Kimma CD, why, why would you have to do that? You can catch all the bits redone on the Burt Show. I mean, why would you even need it? <laughs> I saw where a grizzly bear out of Yellowstone National Park could yeah. be put to death for yeah. uh, uh, mauling a hiker. Yeah, ate a hiker, yeah. Yeah, couldn't a D.A. Danny Porter put a good word for the bear to say the whole thing was an accident, maybe, you know, to yeah, could prove it worked for Cox Broadcast and had friends out of Sugarloaf. I bet they could sweep the whole thing under the rug. Yeah, we're just know? in time for the Super Bowl. No harm here. <laughs> I hear the bear found an unexpected ally in Donald Trump. An unexpected ally, Donald Trump? Well, you know, Donald Trump and grizzly bears have that certain sixth sense about when a woman has that certain time of the month. <laughs> oh, yeah, they can... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, I saw where quarterback Geno Smith got pa- yeah, punched yeah. out by linebacker I.K. Encompale yeah. over a $600 debt. Debt, yeah. I think what really set off I.K. was when Geno told him to get the money from Jerry Farber. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, like, that's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry Farber every, owes everybody, man. He's, <laughs> he's in over $300 to a couple starving kids in Ethiopia. <laughs> I told him to move where the food is. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Yes. You see that? It's sand. <laughs> Give me sand. You live in a desert. <laughs> and I heard your voice do that thing. Uh, I understand Gino Smith placed a call yesterday, Mrs. Bill O'Reilly. Placed a call to her? What? Uh... Yeah, on best advice on how you treat a broken jaw. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
Wow. Bill O'Reilly's written a new guide to marriage, Cameron. Oh, oh I didn't hear about it. What is called it? up to down staircase. <laughs> By the hair. <laughs> <laughs> the subtitle is for wives who didn't hear you the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, why the two black eyes, ma'am? Great <laughs> <laughs> to be on the show. Thank you so much for helping out. Here. I ain't gonna buy you no watch. There's a clock on the damn oven, lady. <laughs> why should I buy you anything? <laughs> you see grizzly bears and Bill O'Reilly and uh, yeah. Dude. Anyway, I'll, I'll let you go. Thank on you, that Charles. One. Always an honor, my friend. Look out! Mercy. Here we go. Twelve fifty-seven. Hold on, Bart and Paul. You're next on News Radio one hundred six seven. Yeah. Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Blackmagic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. This is Walter Cronkite, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. You know, Hangman and John Boy have worked very hard putting this together, and all I can say is, it's a shame. Listen to the Kimmer weekdays, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. Here we go. should have lived in the dark ages. Yeah, me, baby. Because he looks terrible in the light. No way. I'm not attracted. Guess what? I don't care. <laughs> That's the nice thing about. Already proven your manhood. I don't give a damn one way or the other. You don't like the way I look. So what? <laughs> you know, shave my head. Falling out in clumps lately. What's left of it, anyway? I think out 104. This was the day, 1993. The Red Hot Chili Peppers replaced their guitarist, Eric Marshall, with a guitar player named Jesse Tobias. 1993. Three months later, they dumped him and got Dave Navarro. Red Hot Chili Peppers, 1993. Couple of birthdays. Sam J. Jones, who played Flash Gordon, <laughs> is 61 today. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Actress Imani Hakim from Everybody Hates Chris is 22 today. Yeah. We got to clear up a mistake. All right. Earlier, what did I do now? I said L. Frank Baum was from Wisconsin. Yeah. No. He was actually born in Shinnanango, New York. Oh, well, well, well that's Have you close ever heard enough. Shinnanango? Yeah. You, you sure it's not? Uh... C H I T T E N A N G O. Yeah. Shinnanango, I guess, or Nango. They got, a, you know, like Tonawanda. They got some weird Indian names up there, you know. All right, 105 on News Radio 1067, 844 1067. Let me get back. Let me get back to Bart. Bart was on that. We talked about Tinder. Uh, being blamed. Now, a very interesting article in Vanity Fair. Again, it's a total foo-foo, glossy magazine run by a socialist, but it's got some great articles. And this one I was reading, Bart, was uh, by a woman who wrote an article saying that the dating app Tinder is bringing about the dating apocalypse, damaging relationships. And it was it exploded with tweets about uh, the author Nancy Joe Sales and uh, criticisms of Tinder that uh, the hookup generation is just, is really ruining everything. Now, you say you met your wife and you didn't even see her in person for three years. You were just doing social dating, I guess, right? 
just we just talked on the net. We didn't even talk on the phone for probably about six months. Wow. And and, uh, and was that valuable? Did that help you eventually well, fall in love with her and meet her? And now you've married her, right? Right. Well, I went into it thinking and believing I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely honest, hundred percent. Um, you know, she can't see me, I can't see her. I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with anybody I talk to. Yeah. And that's how I, I handled it. And had you been married before? Yes. Okay, which I I also bet has something to do with the fact that you're saying, okay, this time, clean slate, I'm not going to try to to, uh, fake anybody out because it's going to bite me in the long run, I'm guessing. Exactly, and, you know, since we didn't really see any, even any pictures of each other for, you know, a few weeks, um, it was just all on, hey, you seem like a really cool, really nice person and stuff, you know, and and, um, it was just, for me, it was just the way to go because I was just, huh. Now, when she finally sent a picture, was she a totally complete different image than what you thought, I'm guessing? No, not really at all. Really? Um, you know, no. Um, she was honest about what she said she looked like, and I was honest about what I looked like. And luckily, women aren't um, visual creatures, so... <laughs> like, well, men, that, you know, men are more visual creatures, and women are, are much more right. audially uh, uh, trained, although hearing things and uh, feeling right. things... Train. Oh, you got to train them, you know. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the day. Uh, yeah, right. Well, and, and so you, and so you finally saw her marry. What was the thing about her on the social media that helped you uh, fall in love with her or get, want to get to know her more? I think it was just the honesty, mainly. Yeah. And uh, um, her her upbringing. She was she was born and raised out here and uh, grew up on a farm. Um, and it, that was all really appealing to me. You know, good country, down-home girl, Yeah. you know. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, it, the uh, study shows, uh, I was talking about men not getting over a breakup. The study shows that 70% of divorces in the United States are filed by women. And I was not mentioning that. that women are easy, more easily compartmentalized. Women can get over a broken heart. You know, they cry and scream and have a chocolate ice cream, and then all of a sudden, well, screw him, I'll go get somebody else. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. about breaking your heart. Uh, did you have? Uh, are you st- are you over your first wife? Are you over that your first true oh, love absolutely. relationship? Absolutely. And see, my of course, my first love was back in high school, and yeah, that broke my heart. Yeah, and, I'm still not over that. Cindy Barrett. You know, I was 17. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but see, I can still remember, and I can give you the name of the girl I, I first kissed back when I was. Yeah, Diana in, Grubel, sixth grade. <laughs> Mary, uh, Mary Stallings. <laughs> I'll be, I love it. Well, listen, Bartha, it's nice talking to you, man. I appreciate it. Let me get to Paul Brad. Uh, Brett, the truck driver's coming. Hey, Paul, how's it going, man? Nah, it's going good. Cameron, good afternoon. Good afternoon. This study Hi. says men have a harder time getting over a, a, a love loss in the long run. Some may never, ever get over it at all. Uh, men see the impact of a loss that sinks in. They have to start competing all over again. Women have in, have evolved to invest more in a relationship than a man does. But since a brief encounter can lead to nine months of pregnancy, the man is, uh, whether he's left the scene or not, minutes later, women have to choose a good mate, which makes them selective. So they're good at enlisting support of the friends to get over a, a bad uh, love experience. Uh, and that they uh, they have more to lose by choosing the wrong partner, so they're more likely to pull the plug on a relationship. Seventy percent of the divorces are filed by women. Women are more likely to say, "I'm that's it. I'm done. I'll go get somebody else." And guys uh, tend to linger over the impact of it. You can you relate to that? Uh, yeah, my wife for twenty eight years filed for divorce against me, so I guess I could say that uh, sounds right. Now, are you in the market for another woman, or was that the ball game? Or how did... no, no, no. I like uh, 
leaving the toilet seat up after I pee. <laughs> or driving a truck or playing golf or riding your Harley or riding my horse if I feel like it or getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning and uh, surfing a web or whatever, you know. So. But, but listen, Kimmer, yeah. the main thing I call for is, man, I thought I thought uh, Trump was uh, pretty frank, you know, calling a biatch a biatch. Yeah. Now, did you that been uh, in the last segment that women are cave people, man. Yeah, that's right. Wow. I, I did, yeah. There, there go your 10 female listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Kimber's got tremendous numbers with the babes. Tremendous yeah, babe huge, numbers. Huge. <laughs> huge. They're huge. the best ever. Everybody knows that. <laughs> One ten. All right, it's Brett the Truck Driver on News Radio 106.7. News Megaline's coming up and also that song case you missed it. Hey, Brett, what's going on, man? Not much, Karen. What's going on? Well, we're just hanging in there on a Wednesday. Uh... When you think them people out there in Ferguson are gonna let this stuff go, man? It's just it's just getting old, isn't it? Well, luckily it's calm today, but it's still edgy and it's anxious. And I think it's the outside agitators, uh, even the chief of police and the other uh, St. Louis deputies and so forth, saying that these you know these gangbangers are coming in from out of town and taking advantage of it. But I don't understand what advantage there is to do anything in Ferguson, Missouri. It's it, it, it's a nothing town. There's nothing there. I would think people would want to just escape rather than try to make an, an issue out of it because there's nothing to. What's the? Who, who wants to go to Ferguson, Missouri, ever? You think if you went there, you could get like postcards that, to send from there? <laughs> yeah, they should have some <laughs> some special <laughs> logo on their postcards. <laughs> hey, I was there for the looting. You know. <laughs> hey, free TVs. Yeah, they're having their annual 100 percent off sale. <laughs> Ferguson, Missouri, the annual 100% off clearance sale. Anything you can carry, you can have. Home with a five-finger discount. There you go. <laughs> and the faster you are, the quicker you get out of there and the more stuff you can take. Yeah, the yearly 100% off sale. I love it. And one of my favorite bumper stickers that's coming out now says, uh, Hillary uh, for Prisoner 2016. Yeah. <laughs> 112 now. With oh, the I play with them every afternoon, but I don't ride them in the afternoons. It's too hot. Yeah, now, that's weird. I don't even never said that. But the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Yeah, on try news that. Radio I like that. I'm going to get pregnant anymore. I Hello, Atlanta. This is Leslie Doug. Hey, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Men's International, oh, no, really where nice. every day is hump day. Mm-mm-mm. And now. Now, here's your host, Kim Peterson. And we'll have the glorious Leslie Dove with Men's on Ball every Friday, usually around uh, 12, 15-ish, 12, 20, somewhere in that area. And then we usually repeat it around 2.30. Fridays, the glorious Leslie Dove. Well, it's only me, 120. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 106.7. If you're inspired by the return of chicken fries at Burger King... It may be because of Liam Payne of One Direction. Their uh, chief marketing officer said chicken fries saw a huge surge in social media mentions after Liam Payne of One Direction tweeted last year, quote, I'm so full, thank I just ate my body weight in chicken fries and sides. Whoa. And Burger King started putting chicken fries back on the menu, apparently because of the tweet. They're thinking. Anyway, all right, look at 120. We got news rattling coming up. Uh, first, here's Marty on News Radio 1067 with the Kimmer Show. Hi, Marty. Thanks for holding. How you doing? I'm doing great. I just wanted to tell you that I am a lady. I'm a uh, Christian lady, and I love you. I, I do my work around, and I work for my husband, so I do my work around your hours. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> you need to get yourself a hobby or a new husband or something. No, <laughs> no we just we just uh, celebrated thirty six years yesterday. Did so. you? Well, outstanding. I, I am just tickled for that. That's just great. That's very very nice. And you're very sweet to say so. You know what's funny? And, and I read this study and the thing about Tinder. And I I really I'm, I get depressed when I read about these social media sites, Marty, where people are you know swiping left or right to hook up with some stranger they you know, we're going to meet in twenty minutes to go be intimate with. And I'm thinking, man, that that's just that's not what it is. That's not what it's supposed. You know, is exactly. that? Oh, I, I just feel so bad, and then I feel like an old frump or something. But I wouldn't want, honestly, if I were 25 years old, I would have to assume that the woman I want to marry has probably had sex with with 150 guys. Oh, Horace. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, well, listen, you have a great day, Marty, and thanks for your very kind words. Now, Pete, stop it. There's a Kimmer babe out now. You're just driving this just wrong. It's so wrong. But I, I did mention, and it's true, I'm, my heart's dead inside. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm dead. I'm dead. I, it's because I'm, I'm just like, there's no way that I could even allow myself to go through all that again. I just, you know, I don't, I'm not getting over it. I'm sure women will say, ah, well, just there's another one out there, but I'm done. I'm a monster. <laughs> well, that has you something s- to do with it. You're saying you're spent? <laughs> but first, hey, I was sick. Hey, it's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on a newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon. Oh, no, Kelly, I, I wonder who this is. This every, oh, I can never see. tell who, who it is here on the phone. Oh, oh, Kimmy, this is Joe Rivers calling. <laughs> hey, Joe. Uh, my daughter, Melissa, can we talk? <laughs> I just found out she unplugged my ventilator so she could charge her iPhone, a little train. No. <laughs> Social media. <laughs> uh, uh, Melissa, last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a bit in it. Maybe I could fix her up with Jack the Horse. Yeah, no, know. wait a minute. This is a night of unbridled passion. Unbridled oh. passion. Why the long face? Wait a minute. This is a jo- This is Ronald Reagan. You fool. You tricked me well, again, sir. You're just too good. Well, I tried. Yes, I you did. Yeah. understand that Kim Kardashian Kardashian is in a yeah. big ass dispute with the FDA. <laughs> yeah, promoting a drug on her Tinder Twitter thing. <laughs> I, I mean, any dispute would be a big ass. I mean, she's taller sitting down than she is standing up, for God's sake. <laughs> well, it's the ballooning effect. I don't know. Oh, I mean, Kim Kardashian, she sat on an iPhone and suddenly had an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> So the FDA it. said she failed to point out that a morning yeah. sickness drug she's yeah. taking yeah. could put her child in danger. Danger in child danger. As if having Kanye West as a father wasn't danger enough. <laughs> I mean, the thought of Kanye West reproducing is enough to make Ronald Reagan change his view of Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Much like seeing eight-year-olds get an encore golf lesson on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> makes me want to get out maybe, there with the kids on a Sunday. Maybe send them a check or two, you know? <laughs> Please, Anything God. To speed up play, right? Oh, good. More children. <laughs> what, are we waiting on these kids? <laughs> Do you mind, sir? I'm trying to tee off. <laughs> yes, I've been just slicing into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood and I never slice. <laughs> okay, you can owe me. <laughs> I should have yelled, too. <laughs> now, Kim Kardashian, yeah, Kim. you know, she tweeted a message about morning sickness, but she explained the FDA has absolutely nothing to do with her pregnancy. Uh, nothing to do with her pregnancy? No, at breakfast, Caitlyn Jenner's bathrobe flew open, and everybody in the room got morning sickness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> what is that, a roadmap? What the hell? I understand John Boy's mother got morning sickness after he was born. It's kind of a... <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. Yowie. <laughs> Today is the anniversary of the birth of country music legend Porter Wagner. Porter Wagner, yeah. Well, you know the urban legend about Porter? No, I don't, sir. You. Well, he was known as the Lenny Kravitz of country music, maybe. Okay, all right, sir. <laughs> well known. And Many well. women called him the Milton Berle of bluegrass. <laughs> I did not know that. Some knew him as the Tommy Lee of Lee guitar. <laughs> I think we get as a matter of fact, Do- Dolly Parton once called Porter Wagner the John Dillinger of duets. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pickle in a jar. <laughs> she still gets choked up when she thinks of the man. <laughs> she worked with him for a very long time. <laughs> of partners in country music for many, many years. Then there was that night in the studio with a Petula Clark who could forget. <laughs> That's another. I got to tell John Boy about that one. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So, <laughs> the guitar guy, the drummer, the engineer was unbelievable. <laughs> right there on the floor. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Larry, eyewitness. Petula Clark. Lovely gal. Yes. Very popular with him. Yes. Gentlemen. The whole band went downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Reagan. Holy moly. By the way, want to hear a funny story about Frank Gifford? When Frank Gifford was being, uh, uh, Howard Cosell's second book came out where Howard Cosell said Frank Gifford is basically as dumb as a bag of rocks. I mean, that he was an idiot. He couldn't call a game, didn't know where he was. He kept, you know, it's it's third and 15 after the 10-yard penalty. I mean, what? You know, he just he was just clueless. And Cosell blasted him. And Frank Gifford was being honored. And the, and, and so the a guy in the radio station in California where a newspaper line guy, Jim Gossett, was doing some bits, uh, the guy heard him do a bit of Howard Cosell. So he called Jim the newsmaker line and said, hey, could you pretend to be Howard Cosell so we can do an intro for Frank Gifford's honor, uh, honors degree? And he said, sure. So So he did it. And Frank Gifford, at the end, when he was being introduced by Howard Cosell off camera, said, Boy, how did you get Howard to do that? He hates me so much. I can't believe Howard actually did. And it was Jim Gossett, the newsmaker line guy, the whole time. And Frank Gifford never knew that it was not Howard Cosell. All right, 127 is only the camera on News Radio 1067. Hello out there. Boomingle here. <laughs> and this portion of our show is brought to you by Jerry Farber's credit score and Wanda from V103. Jerry Farber's credit and Wanda V103. Name two things that are right around 300. <laughs> and now, here's your host, the tough, Kimmer. Tough crowd, yeah. tough crowd. Look out, it's only me, 135 on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. Here's the number, 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Kimmer program. John Cougar Messy Pants, uh, turns out. Oh, I'm sorry, it's John Cougar Menstrual Pants. Well, I don't, ever since he started badmouthing National Guardsmen, it's several years ago, he's, he, came, he just blasted National Guardsmen, saying they're just a bunch of lazy bums. They don't do anything except sit around, and all his friends would tell me they just drink beer, man, and don't do a damn thing. Well, you know, 40 years ago, during the first part of the Vietnam War, used to be that National Guardsmen, uh, people joined the National Guard to stay out of Vietnam. I mean, that, that, I mean, no disrespect at any point. I'm telling you, this is back in the 60s. Uh, chances are, if someone joined the National Guard when the height of the Vietnam War started, it was to avoid Vietnam because National Guardsmen did not go to Vietnam. And so you can still serve your country, but not worrying about going to war. And it was very, very popular. Well, ever since the National Guard started going to war zones, it's been a whole different deal. I mean, the National Guard served their country in combat, although it didn't used to be that way. So that, anyway, but uh, John Cougar Mellencamp, this is the 90s, was bashing National Guardsmen 
as a lazy and goof-offs and beer-drinking slobs and stuff, and I thought that was fairly offensive. Anyway, we're playing a song because John Cougar Messipans' 20-year-old son is uh, serving a four-day jail term, 12 hours at a time, because the poor baby suffers from a panic disorder. So he got in a fight and uh, hit somebody pretty bad, and he's supposed to serve four days in jail, but the judge felt sorry for him because he has... He has a, a panic disorder, so he has to have a health care professional when he's in jail for the eight hours at a time. Where John, would that get us? Yeah, John Cougar, Messy Pam, says 20-year-old kid in Bloomington, Indiana. Well, he's got, he's got a panic disorder, so we need to have a health care professional <clears throat> with him when he's serving his jail time, 12 hours at a time. That's America. All right. 137 is on the camera. 844-404-1067. 844-404. A 1067, it's only me. Uh, let's see. Um, but I'm bum bum. I got a million things. I want to play the new, I want to play the new song for you. Also, uh, the Hillary print in the prison blues and, uh, we'll redo our, uh, TV example of people who will do anything just to be on TV. And when you have to fill 24 hours, uh, sometimes the news is not really very newsy. And if you missed it, I'll play it again for you. It's pretty funny. And this story really amazes me from Columbus, Georgia. It figures. A 92-year-old woman named Josephine King just got a letter from her church. She has been a member of that church for more than 50 years. A member of, for more than 50 years, Bainbridge First African Baptist Church. And 92-year-old Josephine King just got a letter kicking her out, saying she's no longer allowed to worship. She is being kicked out. Because the pastor, Derek Mike, said Ms. King, at 92, has shown non-support toward the church in areas of constant and consistent financial and physical participation. She's, no, she's not tithing enough. So after 50 years, at the age of 92, they're kicking her out because she's not tithing enough. She's been sick for months. That's the reason she hasn't been showing up. And uh, now her uh, daughter and some relatives are saying, you've got, you can't chase people down and go after them for not tithing enough. 92-year-old sick woman? <laughs> That's just, you're just money hungry. Uh, her, yeah, her relatives, so what do you think they are, the King family? Uh, her relatives said, you have to have money to make these churches run, but it's not about the money, it's about God. You have to put God first. And they kicked her out after 50 years because she wasn't tithing enough. Thank God there's the second African church of Bainbridge you can go to. Yes, and the third and the fourth will probably be available next. Uh, here's Chuck on News Radio 1067 with the camera. Hey, Chuck, how's it going? Uh, it's Chick. Uh, Chick, I'm her. sorry. I beg your pardon. I misread the line. Yes, sir. Chick, welcome, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Semper Fi, by the way. I'm Thank you. I'm a retired uh, Air Force uh, guy. Excellent. Aim and, high. Uh, well done. I was over in Vietnam, Tui Wa, 1966. Or actually, uh, October of 68 to 69, flying F-100s. Excellent. And we had uh, the Colorado, uh, well, actually, we had the Niagara Falls Guard guys flying F-100s at Tuiwa and the Tacos from New Mexico. No the kidding. Mexico that must Guard. have been the uh, probably the first wave because the very beginning, uh, the, 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 the code was that if you wanted to stay out of Vietnam, you could join the National Guard until they realized that guardsmen were going to war, <laughs> and then it all changed. But Well, I didn't know that. And that was, what, 68, you said, or 69? October 68, October 69, and there were uh, four wings of F-100s. There were Benoit, Tuiwa, uh, Phuket, 
and uh, where was the other one? Yeah. Ben Ryan. Ben Wine, no, I don't know the others. Ben Wine, yeah. familiar a little bit. Well, I'll be done. Well, that, that's great. But again, it, people thought, you know, especially college kids who were flunking out of college said, oh, boy, oh, yeah. I'm going to join oh, the yeah. National Guard. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Benoit Pete is the name of an actual air base, not oh, something you're thinking of on your okay. adult adult websites. <laughs> well, Chick, thanks, man. Summerfy, and welcome home, my friend. It's uh, it's good to have you on the Kipper Show. 140 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 Now, do you watch True Detectives? No, I don't. Have you seen True Detectives, John Boy? I have. Not the new season, but the last I one. saw. I didn't see the first season with... Uh, um, McConaughey. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. With Matthew McConaughey. But I, I started watching the last, like, four episodes of the season with Vince Vaughn, and uh, and I just finally watched the, the final series episode for this year, uh, just the other night, and now I'm hooked. I'll, I didn't like it at first, but all of a sudden now, and I'll tell you what amazed me. Do you know the the actress Rachel McAdams? Rachel McAdams was a dish who was on Wedding Crashers and some other things. The Notebook. The Notebook. I mean, she, she's a, uh, to me, she was always a beautiful, sweet, um, almost a model-looking kind of a, a young model actress. Would just, boy, in True Detective, she played a tough, grizzled, worn-out, tough uh, homicide cop. Her hair looked like she'd been pulled through a pipe. I mean, it was, you know, half uh, black roots and half raggy, uncut, yeah. split end. But she, it's, but she was the hottest skank I've ever... I mean, she played a complete skank. But, man, I was so impressed with her as an actress, I couldn't believe that that was the same girl who was in, you know, the glamour movies. She was very impressive. And now I'm kind of... Now I can't wait for the next season. But obviously they have new characters every year, I'm guessing, right? Uh, obviously. Because yeah. the main... And the thing... Now, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but... Everybody, basically everybody dies. I mean, it's a very hard, uh, tough series to watch. I mean, it's kind of like Game of Thrones where it's dark and heavy and people die all the time. And I was, I didn't like that part of it. But the, Rachel Adams was very, very impressive just to pass along to someone that I thought was kind of a fluffhead. She was a very, very successful actress. Uh, 142, I am blithering. <laughs> All right, then. Oh, that's right. I, sorry, I don't care anymore. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Uh, stand by. News Radio 1067. Thank you. Hello, my <laughs> name is Charnack the Magnificent. The Magnificent. This portion of our show is brought to you by yes. It Was Bigger Than I Expected. It Was Bigger Than I Expected. What do women say about Lenny Kravitz's uh, band? Yes, his <laughs> band more is instruments. very big. And now here's your host, <laughs> Charlton Heston. Must Looking be the old back. slide trombone there. Oh, the memory. 151. This is a very sad the song. dance we share. But it's, I mean, if you like country music, this is a, a huge hit. Garth Brooks. For a the dance. Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood will become the first husband and wife team inducted into Nashville's Music City Walk of Fame. They'll unveil the stars in a ceremony September 10th in Nashville. First husband and wife team in the Music City Walk of Fame. All right, it's only the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. This was the day in 1944. Joseph Kennedy Jr., the eldest son of the Joe and Rose Kennedy, Fitzgerald Kennedys, their oldest son, Joseph, was killed during World War II with his co-pilot. Their plane was laden with explosives and it blew up flying over England. 
And it was uh, Jack Kennedy and Ted Kennedy and Robert Kennedy's older brother who never made it back from the war. Oh, that's right, Pete. Just go ahead and... uh... Anyway, their older brother, Joseph, never made it back from the war. Uh, 1944, in this day, he uh, lost his life. Uh, Oh, guess what year it was, uh, John Boy? IBM introduced its first PC, the first personal computer by IBM. The model 5150 in New York unveiled it. First PC by IBM. I'll say 75. 1981. Isn't it? Everything is so new when you think about it. I mean, there's been so many changes in the world so quickly. All right, 152, it's on the camera. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. At 2 o'clock, we'll give away the, uh, the, uh, a pair of tickets to go see the Cork Bullers Beer, Wine, and Spirits. <laughs> be, a, be a great anchorman name. <laughs> Good evening. Here's the news. I'm Cork Pullers reporting. <laughs> and now, Cork Pullers with that story from Antioch, Illinois. Thank you, Cork. <laughs> anyway, we'll give away the cork pullers tickets and I to can the. Bend you, have you bent over that, all day I long? Never, and you'll never stop. Me. Never said it's martial arts. I never said. Well, we'll we'll give away the two tickets based on the Kimmer and a Pro Football Hall of Famer. No. And we'll do that at two o'clock uh, during the two o'clock news. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Eight four 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 zero four. 1067. All right, I think uh, Newsweek magazine, are they st- even still printing? I don't think they, they do a magazine. Uh, didn't Newsweek go under? Uh, I think. Uh, uh, well, they, they're uh, reprinting a column. They may just be on the web now. I'm not sure. I guess they're probably still out there. But there's a column by a, a reporter named Rick Perlstein who claims that the POW MIA flag is a racist flag as bad as the rebel flag and that it also uh, actually stands for slavery. He said it's a useful only to venal right-wing politicians who wish to exploit hatred by calling it heritage. It's time to pull down the POW MIA flag. He says Nix made the whole thing of MIAs up to, uh, it was bullcrap so they could uh, smother the complexity of slaughtering uh, natives of Vietnam. Newsweek magazine. What, what a disgraceful... <clears throat> uh, one fidget, hey, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Hello, this is 911. This is William Shatner calling. No, sir, what happened? What's... Well, my wife is face down in the pool and she's not moving. I don't know what to do. Well, have you tried to get her out, sir? No, why would I want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't really calling for suggestions. I just need an alibi. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on a second there. Wait a minute, William. <laughs> Kimmer, did I hear yeah. you say a study revealed it yeah. takes men longer yeah. to get over the end of a failed relationship yes, than it does women? The heartbreak, yes, sir. Yeah. I agree 100%. I, William Shatner, yes. can never start a relationship with another woman until the bubbles stop in the swimming pool. <laughs> it's part of the grieving process you have to go through when you're a man. I can never as much look at another woman yeah. until they fish my current wife's lifeless body out with a grappling hook. I need time to process these things. Yes. <laughs> Waiting period, sure. You know, I miss her. She used to love it when I talked dirty to her. Is that right, dirty? What I'd I? say the King Center, Mart Elevator, the kitchen <laughs> the Landmark Diner. Go talk dirty to me, baby, you hot. Well, the Chinese have taken steps to devalue their currency. Everybody's yeah, talking about it. Devalue the currency. Yeah, they replaced Chairman Mao on all the paper money yeah. with a picture of Jerry Farber. <laughs> <laughs> that knocked off a good 30% overnight, believe me. 
$3 bills. The Chinese feel they need to make their money even less valuable. Yeah. They'll announce a merger with Clear Channel and a partnership with a punchline. <laughs> I heard you talk about that 92-year-old woman. Yeah. Kicked out of Bainbridge First African yeah. Church because yeah. she wasn't putting enough money in the yeah. collection plate. 92, yeah. You can't blame the pastor, Derek Mike, though. Really? Well, I mean, well, the 2016 El Dorado hits a showroom next month. <laughs> and if Derek wants to add the full gold package, he's going to need all the support he can get from the congregation, man. Got to get those rims, baby. <laughs> Diamond in the back, sunroof top, the gangster white walls. These things Brown cost money. <laughs> Why single out Reverend Derek Mike for being a money grubber? A money grubber. Well. Archbishop Wilton Gregory once refused to give last rites to a man who wouldn't fork over for his Rolex. <laughs> oh, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Made that up. By the way. Church people have albinos come and I get you, saw, you know. <laughs> Sean Hannity's interview with Donald Trump. My uh, God, man, those yeah. two should get a room. <laughs> I did kiss up, yeah. I mean, the mo most amazing thing was when Sean was talking, you could barely see Donald's lips moving. <laughs> <laughs> but when Hannity sat on Trump's lap and sa sang Swanee River while the Donald was drinking a glass of water, that was the highlight <laughs> of the night for me. Couldn't see a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, today is yeah. the anniversary of the death of very sad day. Yeah. Here in Hollywood, yeah. the death of Lauren Bacall one year ago today. One, wow, one year. You know, when Lauren Bacall was 18, yeah. she married Bogart, who was 44 years old. 44. Yeah. And from that day forward, I was known as Southside Sam Spade. <laughs> <laughs> if you need any more jelly beans, sweetheart, just <laughs> whistle. After seventh period class. <laughs> Thank you. Whistle. <laughs> so much. Space. William. The final <laughs> frontier. Shatner. Give me the final week on the air. <laughs> Look out. 157 on News Radio News 1067. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to three from Monday to Friday for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. This is Jerry Seinfeld, and why are you listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show? Don't forget, the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 1067. So don't forget to miss it! The Kimmer was married by a judge. Well, he I... should have asked for a jury. <laughs> yeah, the guilty. Kimmer Show on News Radio uh, 1067. Uh, happy memory. <laughs> 204. Give me the pipe. Britney Spears is going to be a guest star on the CW show Jane the Virgin. She's going to play herself, which, of course, will have nothing to do with virginity. I think she's going to play uh, skank number four in the backseat of a Chevy. I'm fairly sure. Uh, yeah, uh, she'll cast, uh, cast, Spears is cast after she heard that Britney Spears was a big fan of the show, so the executive producer said she's going to star in it, so Britney Spears. And I, have, I, I tried to watch that when it first came out. I thought it might be amusing, but... I, it bothered me that it's a, a you know trying they're trying to get take her virginity and I, that's just everything's wrong everything's screwed up you know we got an article on Vanity Fair on Tinder magazine the apocalypse of dating ruining the culture I, I it's true I right, we're gonna give away these tickets if you want to go to the Cork Pullers Beer Wine Spirits Festival August 29th at Candler Park I have two tickets 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. you can call right now eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven 
and we'll ask you a question concerning speaking of beer, wine, and spirits. We'll ask you a, if you if you have listened to the camera for a while, you know the story. There is a famous Georgia-linked Hall of Fame football player who I accuse of stealing my wine. The, the brief story was my uh, final wife and I were invited by a really nice guy and his wife to go to a very ritzy country club to have dinner. And uh, this guy was a great guy. He was a Civil War authority, written a bunch of books on him. Really, it was really fascinating talk with him and his lovely bride. And we had, I'm not particularly a wine drinker. I don't really care much about wine. But we had wine. He ordered wine at the table, and it was called Rombauer. It was a white wine. And, I again, I'm not a wine guy. But I, this wine was the most delicious, crisp, uh, just light, just really, really delicious tasting white wine that I remembered what it was. And as a surprise for my final wife, I went to our local liquor store up in Brookhaven, and I said, "Yeah, I want to order a case of that Rombauer." So, well, it was like twenty five bucks a bottle. And to me, this is back fifteen, twenty years, whatever years ago. I mean, that's a lot of money. I mean, for case, that that to me is a lot of money for a glass of wine, bottle of wine. So I ordered a whole case of it to surprise my final wife. And I said, okay, we'll call you when it come in. So they called me and said, your wine's in. So I went back a couple days later and p- to get pick it up. And he said, oh, it's not here because uh, Fran Tar... Oh, I mean, uh, somebody hit the, hit the dump real fast. I mean, I, of course, they heard me on the air, but that's all right. Well, it's a clue. It's a clue. Uh, a very famous football player uh, says that's his favorite wine, too. And he was in here yesterday or today. He was in here and saw that we had a case of it, so we gave it to him. I said, wait a minute. He stole my wine. That was my wine. I special ordered from my wife. Anyway, so the key is, who is that guy? <laughs> well, let's find out. Maybe they weren't listening, and the camera almost blew the whole thing. Here's uh, Karen on News Radio 1067. Hi, Karen. Hey, Kimmer. I remember this story. Do you? <laughs> yes, I do. Who was I talking about? Fran Tarkington. Fran Tarkington, there you go. <laughs> and that's a true story. He, he went in and said, oh, I, I see you got a case of my favorite wine. I'll, and they said, oh, yeah, Mr. Tarkington, you can have this. Take it away. And I walk in like Joe Nobody and I say, hey, that was my wine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> for all that money, it was like 300 bucks or 400 bucks or something. Oh, anyway. my goodness. Well, Karen, can, uh, congratulations. You're going to go to the Cork Pullers Beer, Wine, Spirits Tour Festival, August 29th in Candler Park. I hope you have it. And be careful, you know, because I guess you get to go sample all the great wines and spirits and beer and local breweries and stuff and then we'll have food trucks and restaurants there so you'll be able to eat as well but be careful oh, and, ha- and have a great time karen thanks okay. for oh heartbreaker no no we tease we joke anyway we, we get karen to think there so let's go yeah that was that's a true story and i thought it was pretty funny that i'm, I'm just a nobody but fran tarkin it was fran tarkin and so they gave him my wine that i waited for for the ordering anyway all right like i see why you didn't get the jeopardy job <laughs> no i'm not good i <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Alex Trebek. I know that. I'm not one for the ladies, are you, no, Trebek? No, one of the other people there. What, what do you got there? Hold on a second. What what what's, what'd what we do? She wasn't on hold. Oh, she wasn't on hold. Oh, okay. Well, now she's yeah, on hold. She okay, there you go. All right, Carol, we'll get her cure to think. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Hilary Rodham Rodham has released her email, her private server, and apparently the thumb drive, although there was some discrepancy when she released earlier things that did not match the emails from her uh, good buddy Sidney Blumenthal concerning what happened at the uh, the massacre at the embassy. And so there may, may be some shenanigans going on, and we hope to get to the bottom of it. But let's put it to music, shall we? And maybe uh, Hillary's future may not be in politics. Will Hillary's in trouble, caught in another lie. Yeah. She's even being looked at by the FBI, and she could wind up in prison. Boom, boom. It would be 
overdue. Uh, we have more than met the request from the State Department. She skated on white water and Benghazi too. She destroyed some emails that were classified. It don't take a genius to know this woman lied and she ought to be in prison. Bill won't be shedding tears. What difference at this point does it make? No, I bet that he'll be laughing when she gets 30 When she was a young maiden, her mama told her he'll always be a good girl. Don't get involved with Bill or you might wind up in prison. You could be there for life. I did not email any classified material. And Bill won't lift a finger for his alleged wife. You could be through. How do you do? I don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> yeah, she's just an innocent little Grammy. Yeah, that'll be the day. By the way, in New Hampshire, Bernie Sanders, the socialist, is beating the crap out of her in the polls. And Bernie says, yeah, bring on the campaign. We don't take money from billionaires. We don't take money from corporations. And yet we have received more individual contributions than any other campaign. Bernie Sanders and drawing thousands of people to his rallies and crowds, too. I mean, uh, they're... But you know what? Uh, Hillary is more nervous about Marco Rubio. She's picking on him specifically now because I think she looks at him as the serious threat. And coming up to hear what the Donald's latest plan is and how he's still surging in the polls. Despite all the things that have happened, is uh, he's not going away. Uh, it's 212. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Someone is willing to be my girlfriend. <laughs> well, that's just, I don't have enough cash. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News yeah. Radio 1067. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Larry Flam. Larry. And this portion of the Kimmer Show <laughs> is brought to you by <laughs> that Fantastic Four movie. That thing was so bad, even I got up and left. And now here's your host, the camera. Thank you so much. 219, more news megalines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And in case you missed it, what it's like to try to get yourself on TV covering 24 hours worth of news and what you have to resort to. And also, Tennis Hall of Famer Pete Sampras, one of the best ever, 44 today. And now, holy crap at sports and Pete Davis. Former Falcons offensive lineman Sam Baker has retired. Oh, he has. I thought he retired seven years ago. Well, when he came to us, that's... Uh, Don't worry, Shelby Miller. The Braves can't score for Williams Perez either. (laughs) Williams had one bad pitch, a two-run homer to Kevin Kiermeyer. Yes, that Kevin Kiermeyer. Wait a minute. And loses in Tampa Bay 2 to nothing, despite pitching a complete game. Perez now 4-3. Unbelievable. He's got to feel like he's snake bit. They can't hit He's going to want to trade, even though he's one of the great pitchers and he should just stay here. We need him. You talking about Miller or Perez? Shell, Shelby. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Kermeyer hadn't hit a homer in two months. Oh, man. Flint Ironstag got the win for the no, uh, race. That's his name there. Same two teams tonight. Matt Whistler. Whistler, barely even newer. <laughs> for us, Jake Odereater for Tampa Bay. I don't think that's it. Something happened last night that hadn't happened in baseball since May 23rd, 1914. 
um, last night. Oh, I know what it is. Because I, I, well, I, I, it wouldn't be fair for me to okay. spoil your Every home team won all fifteen games. 15 Isn't games that weird? That's never the, happened yeah. since then. In almost a hundred, you know, a hundred years. Yeah, the last years. time it happened, all twelve teams. There was only like that many then back then. <clears> one the night before uh, World War One, basically, or a few months before. You World think War just the statistics would give you more chance? That's than that. amazing. Good matchup in St. Louis tonight. The Pirates, Jarrett Cole against Michael. Waka waka. On this date, nineteen twenty-seven, the minor league Oakland Oaks traded infielders Lynn Larry and Jimmy Reese to the Yankees for one hundred twenty-five k. Reese would become Babe Ruth's roommate, or as Jimmy famously quipped, "I roomed with the Babe suitcase." <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't around that much. Uh... Uh, so why did former Jets linebacker? I.K. unpronounceable name, cold cut quarterback Geno Smith and break his jaw yesterday. Sucker punched him. Because Geno didn't show up for a charity football camp last month in Texas like he said he would, and I.K. had paid the $600 plane ticket already. I.K. now says he didn't mean to hurt anyone and should have ended the confrontation at... You better cut it out right now or I'll pound you. Apparently, sucker punched him. Yeah. That the uh, uh, Dino, whatever his name is, uh, Gino, Gino, Gino didn't didn't know it was coming. <laughs> uh, good for him. Former Cowboys GM <laughs> Gil Brandt tweeted that when backup QB Clint Longley punched Roger Stallback back in '77, Brandt traded Longley for a draft pick, which Dallas used to pick and choose a running back called Tony Dorsett. Dorsett, wow. Dorsett. Whatever happened to him? Wow. Kind of faded not after much. leaving yeah, Pitt. Really Meanwhile, the old Vince Lombardi quote is being used about the Geno Smith incident. Lombardi said, "It's not how you get knocked down; it's how you get back up." Yeah. But Lombardi also said. <laughs> NBA News, Markeith Morris wants the Phoenix Suns to trade him. Why, you ask? Because he's mad. Why? Well, Because they traded his twin brother to Detroit. Well, that would make me mad, too. Morris says, and I quote, I don't give a... I'm not going to be in Phoenix at all, end quote. The Morris twins... That's the dumbest... Well, they said they signed a four-year deal last year and took less money so they could play together and stay in Phoenix, and he says the team lied to him. It's a slap in the face. Which well, that's be, different. Yeah, could be worse, though. He could play for the New York Jets and get more than a slap in the uh, face. Hey, hi oh, By the way, the Twins pleaded not guilty to assault last year in an Arizona oh, rec center. Oh, so, well. Say you're a rugby player. I'm a rugby player. <laughs> and good rugby player at that. <laughs> hey, I'm a good rugby you. player. Okay, you can stop saying that. Oh, sorry. Uh, what's the quickest way to screw up your career? Uh, play bad rugby, I would assume. Well, if you're 22-year-old David Minnett, you use your girlfriend's cell phone to call up your team's female strength and conditioning coach several times and pretend you're strengthening and conditioning your own personal muscle. Uh, you know what I'm talking about girlfriend's here. phone? Yeah. Denny uh. claims he was only joking, but the team was not when it released him and his $90,000 a year salary. Uh. We've got a recording of the phone call. Uh, I think we'll try to pull it out one more time. Now that's when... And it's getting I, harder and harder. I, so I'm coming to my car, I, and the guy's pulling out behind I me. Never said and he said that. he says, excuse me. Yeah, well, never, we, we kissed for a moment. Just, no tongues, no tongues. I, that's a lie. I never said Said it. It's a damn. I never I denied it. it. Wasn't even there that weekend. Well, I used to do a little gay porn myself. So. All right, two twenty-three. It's only the camera. News Radio one zero six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. 844-404-1067. How about a newsbreaker line? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. This is Donald <laughs> Trump calling. The Donald's still leading the polls. How's it going, That's the Donald? great. I've never been bigger. <laughs> no, sir. You know, well, it's already dropped by 5%, and some people say it could drop 20% by the end of this week, Kim. It could drop that much? Yeah, but enough about the chances of your contract getting renewed. How about <laughs> the, the stock market? It's unbelievable. <laughs> I for a second you were... 
talking about the stock market. I mean, God, it was an ugly day on Wall Street yesterday. It was so ugly, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Lena Dunham rang the opening bell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the blood is really flowing over on Wall I mean, I'd say blood no, flowing on all over again. You know, some rag like the New York Times will take it out of context, <laughs> you know. The, they will. It's a, <laughs> all the news is fit to slant, you know. <laughs> People just trying to pad their losses. At pad their losses. Wow, I... <laughs> Well, it was uh, Sean Hannity last night, one of your favorite people. He's oh, great. Yeah. He's huge. He's Sean huge. is the only guy I know who's written more books than he's read. <laughs> you know, I really admire the way Hannity stood up for his colleague, Megyn Kelly, the way Sean defended the honor of his yeah. co-worker, Megyn Kelly, against defend. my vicious... Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. He no, didn't do any no, of that. No, he didn't do that. No, no he, he kissed my ass for 20 minutes <laughs> and threw Megan under the bus like she was the widow or orphan of a veteran or something. <laughs> Spineless Weasley didn't say one word Not about her. She works on the network. Not can you believe word. that? I can believe it, yes, sir. You know the difference between my barber and the Sean Hannity charity, Kimmer? No, I don't, sir. I... My barber only takes a little off the top. <laughs> You know, whenever I'm in Atlanta, I, Donald Trump, always stop by Kimmer's favorite barber. Which favorite barber? The, the hair suckery in Brookhaven. <laughs> yeah, they I butchered me. job they hit on your hair, you know. They ruined me forever. On that. I mean, the hair feastery is great. <laughs> People are always saying good things about the hair F-uppery whenever I'm in Atlanta, you know. I tell you, that hair defecatory is tops in Donald Trump's book. It's the, the greatest barber. <laughs> It's an honor. To the blood was flowing on Wall Street. A little little. People were losing money. I don't want anyone to. No, just this totally different <laughs> misunderstanding. <laughs> the Donald, once again, bringing some class to the Kimmer Show. Yeah, they cut my hair so bad I had to drive home on the way to work. Instead, I had to drive home and wash my hair and cut it myself so I could be seen in public. 226. And then there's April King drinking at the Apopka Bar Froggers while her two- and four-year-old children were left in her car with the air conditioning on and the motor running. Uh, the horn started bonking from her four-year-old. She got back in the car. They got pulled over somewhere else, uh, leaving her kids in the car for 20 minutes while she went shopping. She was hammered. And the uh, funny, even funnier part of it is that April who had just had her car starter breathalyzer device installed because she's a professional drunk, and so they caught her, so she has to now breathe into a breathalyzer to start her car. Witnesses say she had her four-year-old do it. She had her four-year-old blow into the breathalyzer to start her car so she could take them drinking, leaving them in the car while she's in the bar getting hammered. But she had the air conditioning on, so, I mean, you know, 227. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. I say, I say, this is Fog on Leg on Sun. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yeah. is brought to you by Mayor Kasim Reed, oh. who flunked ancient history because yeah. he forgot the Trojans. <laughs> I say, he forgot about the Trojans, son. Trojan and now soldiers, here's your I... host, the Kimmer. <laughs> Thank you very much. What Helena Troy said. <laughs> you forgot the Trojans. So the Greeks. I don't got now. <laughs> Musician, you had to be there. <laughs> Roy Hay from the Culture Club is 54 today. A couple of birthdays, former Arkansas Senator Dale Bumpers. Man, I haven't heard that name in 30 years or so. He's 90 today. And uh, actress Jennifer Warren is 74. And uh, let's see, this was the day International Harvester formed by a merger of McCormick Harvesting Machines 
and Deering Harvester formed International Harvester Company on this day in 1902. Hey, By the way, Pope Francis is going to be visiting Philadelphia. What could go wrong there? They're going to throw batteries at the guy. I mean, Philadelphia, they, they snowballed Santa Claus. Anyway, the uh, battleship New Jersey is offering people who are visiting to see the Pope's trip in September to Philadelphia. The battleship New Jersey is offering bunks for 75 bucks a piece per night if you want to stay and watch the Pope. Uh, the price for 75 bucks for a bunk on the battleship New Jersey includes breakfast and dinner and a tour of the museum and a ride in a flight simulator. There are no showers, so you're going to get a little ripe there, but you can go see the Pope for 75 bucks per night. Honestly, they're going to throw rocks at him. I just, you know that. <laughs> 2.37 on News Radio 106.7. And some international things happening. Uh, China just lowered a lot their currency, which caused stock markets to get a little upset because it's going to be more difficult for American companies to make money. They're basically lowering the price of their goods they send overseas from China to try to get more sales. But the problem is American companies that are investing in China are going to now lose more money because their products are going to bring in less money when they get the money that people buy from overseas. But anyway, now there's a massive explosion just rocked their fourth largest city, Tianjin. A large-scale explosion lighting up the sky, and we don't know what happened yet or what's going on. And in North Korea, (laughs) that wacky Kim Jong-il-un has done it again. He apparently was uh, upset with his vice premier, Chloe Jong-Gon. <laughs> yeah, he's Jong-Gon, all right. Uh, he was uh, apparently expressing discomfort against the young leader's uh, uh, forestation policy. Uh, Kim Jong-Un, for some time, has wanted the forest department to uh, save the forest because their green program isn't working. It's suffering the worst drought in 100 years. A third of the rice paddies have dried up in uh, North Korea. And he didn't like the leadership of his vice premier for forestation, so he had him executed. Uh, That's nothing. He also had the deputy uh, uh, minister of construction and building materials uh, executed. One of seven vice premiers in the last year. Uh, Let's see. In May, the defense minister was reportedly executed by anti-aircraft fire for being disloyal. I mean, talk about overkill, my God. They had him executed by an anti-aircraft gun? <laughs> Jeez. Um, well, anyway, North Korea, man, that's just that's just some bad news coming out of this weirdo. But, you know, and TV stations love this kind of stuff because they're on now all the networks are on 24 hours a day with news coverage. Well, sometimes it requires, therefore, to fill even with... And there's nothing to fill it with. Like, I think this is uh, actually MSNBC. Listen closely. Now in a desperate attempt to fill 24 hours of programming, here's some... Happened somewhere today. We've got some footage here of the... Which began just after 3 o'clock this afternoon when residents in this neighborhood were shocked to see this fairly common thing happening. (laughs) An attractive witness described the event in breathless terms. I went to my window and I was like, whoa, there's some happening that happened right over there i'm an older man so you can trust what i say authorities <laughs> in special uniforms rushed to the scene to stand around while our cameras filmed them. our uniform. reporter keith collins joins us now live from the scene of the <laughs> through the use of expensive technology good to be with you again keith we have a, a colorful graphic here that shows instances of <laughs> like this are on the rise is that right yes although why is unclear some say it's because of one boom reason others say it's because of some other <laughs> 
reason. I talked to this random expert on the subject who random told me this thing you're about to hear him say right after he points at a piece of paper. I spent my entire life attending the nation's most prestigious schools to talk about no, no, no like this. I'm really just happy to be on TV. Now let's see if we can drag this out a little longer by showing emails written by some of our viewers. I once saw some stuff kind of like the <laughs> talking about happened. I have nothing more to add. Another person says, I am angry that things like this happen. I get mad about every thing I see. So obviously a lot of opinions there to make this story seem somewhat meaningful. Oh, absolutely, Glenn. This has some broader implications. Here's a list of tips on how to avoid giggity, giggity happening to you. And here's some footage of Congress. Yes, I see that. Well, thank you, Keith. Uh, let us know if there are any updates on this what the deuce? story from there. There's no way there will be. Very good. We'll check back with you in an hour anyway. I'm just some <laughs> guy. When we return, we'll look at live footage of a car chase taken from a helicopter and free associate about what's going on. <laughs> trying to fill the deuce. 24. Oh, sweetness, Bell, my God, man. All right, hold on a minute. See if I can. All right, I'm coming. All right, here we go. Sweetness bell, sweetness bell. Here goes. Come here, sweetness bell. Two forty one. Oh, I got a new. <laughs> I'm coming. Uh, I got a new Jack Russell puppy today. He's mainly black and brown with just a small white area. I'm calling him England. <laughs> if you get an email telling you that you can catch swine flu from tins of ham. Delete it. It's spam. See, spam. It's it's spam. (laughs) Hey, hi-yo. They say sex is the best form of exercise. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think two minutes and 15 seconds every three months is going to shift anything about my waistline. So, (laughs) 40 seconds, the most exciting time of your life, honey. 242. Where are the white women at? Not just to say you're... The Kimmer Now and News Weather Uh, and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106.7. There we go. This is William Shatner, and now here's your host, yes. a man who holds a Ph.D., well, which in his case stands for Pizza Hut Delivery. And now Here he is for the time being, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer 250 Newsmaker Line, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Coming right up here in a second. Again, Pete just found some video. It's making the rounds now on the web. The massive explosion in the Chinese city of Tianjin lighting up the sky and it looks honestly it looks like a, a mushroom cloud and there are bodies everywhere but we don't know what happened or what it's about if it has anything to do with the conditions in china they just look lowered their devalued their currency whether it, this is a sabotage attack or it looks like a, if it had to be a, an ammunition plant blast blow up or something but it, honestly, it looks like a mushroom cloud uh let's see and a question uh, somebody emailed me if bruce jenner goes missing Will his picture be on a carton of half and half? Or is that... Okay. <laughs> hey, hi-oh. Oh, hello. Hi-oh. How about, hi-oh. How about, how about a news breaker line? Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon. Oh, no, Kelly, I, I wonder who this is. Up every, oh, I can never see. tell who, who it is here. <clears throat> the phone. Oh, Kevin, this is Joan Rivers calling. <laughs> hey, Joan. Uh, my daughter, Melissa, can we talk? <laughs> I just found out she unplugged my ventilator so she could charge her iPhone, a little train. No! <laughs> Social media. <laughs> uh, uh, Melissa, last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a bit in it. Maybe I could fix her up with Jack the Horse. Yeah, you no, know. wait a minute. This is a night of unbridled passion. Unbridled you know. passion. Oh. Why the long face? Wait a minute. This is a jo- This is Ronald Reagan. You fool. You tricked me well, against her. You're just too good. Well, I tried. Yes, I you did. Yeah. understand that Kim Kardashian 
Kardashian is in a yeah. big ass dispute with the FDA. <laughs> yeah, Duh. Promoting a drug on her Tinder Twitter thing. I, I mean, any dispute would be a big ass. I mean, she's taller sitting down than she is standing up, for no. God's sake. Well, it's the ballooning effect. I don't know. Oh, I mean, Kim Kardashian, she sat on an iPhone and suddenly had an iPad. <laughs> So the FDA it. said she failed to point out that a morning yeah. sickness drug she's yeah. taking yeah. could put her child in danger. Danger in child danger. As if having Kanye West as a father wasn't danger enough. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the thought of Kanye West reproducing is enough to make Ronald Reagan change his view of Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Much like seeing eight-year-olds get an encore golf lesson on a Sunday afternoon makes me want to get out maybe, there with the kids on a Sunday. Maybe send them a check or two, you know? Please, <laughs> God. To speed up play, right? Oh, good. More children. What, are we waiting on these kids? <laughs> Do you mind, sir? I'm trying to tee off. Yes, I've been just slicing into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood and I never slice. Okay, you can owe me. I should have yelled, too. <laughs> now, Kim Kardashian, yeah, Kim. you know, she tweeted a message about morning sickness, but she explained the FDA it has absolutely nothing to do with her pregnancy. Uh, nothing to do with her pregnancy? No, at breakfast, Caitlyn Jenner's bathrobe flew open, and everybody in the room got morning sickness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> what is that, a road map? What the hell? I understand oh. John Boy's mother got morning sickness after he was born. It's kind of a... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Sorry. Yowie. Ow. Today is the anniversary of the birth of country music legend Porter Wagner. Porter Wagner, yeah. Well, you know the urban legend about Porter? No, I don't, sir. You. Well, he was known as the Lenny Kravitz of country music, maybe. Okay, all right, sir. <laughs> well known. And Many well. women called him the Milton Berle of bluegrass. <laughs> I did not know that. Some knew him as the Tommy Lee of Lee guitar. <laughs> I think we get as a matter of fact, Do Dolly Parton once called Porter Wagner the John Dillinger of duets. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pickle in a jar. <laughs> she still gets choked up when she thinks of the man. She <laughs> <laughs> worked with him for a very long time. <laughs> of partners in country music for many, many years. Then there was that night in the studio with a Petula Clark who could forget. <laughs> That's another. I guess I have to tell John Boy about that one. <laughs> Thank you, sir. So, <laughs> the guitar guy, the drummer, the engineer was unbelievable. <laughs> All right, look out. It's only me, 255 on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. Yeah, Bernie Sanders is beating Hillary in the polls in New Hampshire. She's releasing emails, and the Donald's still talking about building a wall around Mexico. Ten years ago, everybody wanted the wall. The Democrats, the Republicans, they couldn't get it. You know one of the reasons they couldn't get it? Environmental impact. It's the most incredible thing. We're going to get the wall built. Mexico is going to pay for the wall. And they're going to be happy about it. You know what? They're going to be happy about it. Because the cost of the wall is peanuts compared to the kind of money they're making. Mexico is becoming the new China. Mexicans have worked for me, and they are now thousands. They're fantastic people, great spirit. But their politicians and their leaders are much smarter and sharper and more cunning. And I say the word cunning. They're more cunning than our leaders. That's cunning. The Donald right there. By the way, let's wash our ears out with this. A girl named Chelsea Payne in Dawsonville in the Kroger parking lot found an old stuffed animal. 
So she posted on her Facebook page saying, quote, I know someone's missing this. It looks worn out. I'm sure it's loved. If anyone knows who this is or who belongs to it, please let me know. Hundreds of comments uh, came in, and suddenly a woman said, Chelsea, you literally saved our lives tonight. The tiny lamb you found in the parking lot is our daughter's dearest friend. Her name is Lulu. She's been with my oldest lovey for six years. She's had a life of adventure and goes everywhere with us. Now she has a new story to share. And a little girl named Chelsea Payne made this little girl winter doll's wish come true to be reunited again. What a nice story. All right, tomorrow it's Thursday. And uh, the start of the PGA tournament. And the care. Sever Fly Herp. Have a hair, hair. Look out, Herp. Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3 from Monday to Friday for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.